Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. self-polishing glow coat presents Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Donald Novis, the Four Notes, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Don't Ever Leave Me. Well, the papers are full of track meets, Olympic candidates, and other sporting news. But Fibber is staying home with a little oral athletic event of his own, a jumping toothache. And here in the living room at 79 Whistle Vista, we find a derelict of dental devastation soothed by a sympathetic spouse River McGee and Molly. Oh, oh. Ah, you poor dear. Oh, is my face any more swollen, Molly? <laughs> it certainly is on one side. You look like a composite photograph of Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Believe me, if I'm hardy enough to last through the day with this toothache, I can rest on my laurels. <laughs> Dead red affairs goes again. Now, look, McGee, you've either got to make up your mind to go to the dentist or do something else. Uh, okay. Okay what? Let's do something else. <laughs> Come in. Did somebody knock? No, but they're going to. This tooth has got me so sensitive, I anticipate things. <laughs> you see? Come in. Mr. Benny? No, this is Tuesday. Oh, darn it, I must have overslept. <laughs> How does my face look now, Molly? Well, to be sympathetic, not so bad. But to be frank, it's terrible. Oh. Listen, McGee, remember how people used to put a string around a loose tooth and tie it to the doorknob? <laughs> oh, yeah, but the hell, you ain't going to do that to me, are you? Well, it seems to be a choice between the doorknob and the dentist. Okay, I'll take the doorknob. The dentist is definite, but the string might slip. <laughs> Go ahead, there's some string in that drawer. Heavenly days, look at this drawer. Looks like a tornado in a ten-cent store. Fishing tackle, pipe cleaners, dominoes, bicycle clips. Is that where them bicycle clips are? I've been looking for them since 1912. <laughs> oh. Now, be brave, dearie. It won't be long now. Here's the string. Now, open your mo- mouth wide. I want a room to tie a nice bow knot. A bow knot on my tooth? Yes. I want it to look neat if anybody should come in. Oh. There, now. You sit in that chair and make yourself comfortable while I tie the other end to the doorknob. There, now. Oh, don't come in. Don't come in. There's nobody home. For goodness sakes, McGee, you can't put it off forever. You ought to be glad there was no suspense. Now, brace yourself, dearie. Okay. Come in. Oh. Oh. Is my tooth out, Molly? No, dearie. It pulled the knob off the door. <laughs> what was it you wanted, sir? Oh, would you be interested? Would you be interested? I'm taking some... I'm, I'm my way through the universe. universe. Do you need any magic? Do you take time? Time for what? Oh, I'm referring to the public... To the public... To the public... You see, we're having a sales competition. A sales competition. Well, how about Collier? <laughs> no, thanks, but I got a bad eye, tooth, and I can't read. Well, oh, well, 
but if this week we're, we're featuring a combination, a combination, this offer is so spectacular, spectacular, it's so spectacular. Say, excuse me, brother, but there's a piece of string hanging out of hanging out. There's a piece of string hanging. Hey, lady, you got him hooked. Why don't you pull him in? <laughs> He's got a string on his own team. <laughs> With slip knots. Well, as long as the doorknob idea didn't work, Mickey, you got to go to the dentist. Oh. Let's go down and see Dr. Gildersleeve. Oh, not that Gildersleeve. Why, he's a very good dentist. You used to go to school with him, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I think you don't like him because you used to have a crush on me. <laughs> I've outgrew that, but I never did like that. I wouldn't let him fill a tooth in my pocket comb. <laughs> I ain't going. You're not? No. What? <laughs> Shall we walk or take the car? <laughs> we'll walk. The fresh air will do you good, dear. Come on now. Oh, okay. Sweep them leaves off this porch. You put me there, Molly? Yes, dear. You feel any better now? Oh, no. Every step I take, I get a sharp shooting pain in that tooth. Oh, heavenly days. Here, open your mouth, McGee. Oh. There, now, is that better? Oh, boy, I'll say it is. What'd you do? I took the string off. You've been dragging that doorknob for two blocks. <laughs> well, then. Folks, that was Donald Novus singing The One Rose. Beautiful song, too, Don. Didn't you think so, Molly? I certainly did, Mr. Novus. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks. But, say, folks, did you ever hear how that song came to be written? The One Rose? No, I don't believe so, Don. How? Well, down in Tin Pan Alley, one composer got jealous of another composer and put a firecracker under his piano stool. Uh -huh. Well, uh, what happened? The one rose. Uh -huh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's <see you> later, folks. <laughs> the one rose. <laughs> well, after a bloomer like that. <laughs> Ow! That, that, that goes Why, Mr. McGee, what seems to be the matter? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Apple? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? And Miss McGee? Oh, hi, Abby. Do you realize that your face is horribly swollen, Mrs. McGee? Yes, I think you've noticed it, Mrs. Uppington, haven't you, dear? Oh, yes. I, I saw it in the mirror this morning. <laughs> so I looked at it and I said to it, I said, Mirror, mirror on the wall. Do you think this dad ratted swelling will be gone before fall? <laughs> oh, my holy bitch, you Oh, but really, Mrs. McGee, you should do something about that face of yours immediately. That's a coincidence, Uppy. The, the first time I met you, I said, The very thing. <laughs> got a bad toothache, Mrs. Uppington. We're on our way to the dentist. Oh, oh, I see. But confidentially, I am rather superstitious about mirrors myself. <laughs> they do tell the truth about yourself. Now, for instance, Miss McGee, look at this one in my handbag. Huh? Does this one say anything to you? It's kind of cracked, Uppy. <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes I wonder if Uppy ain't a little smarter than she looks. And then again, I realize she'd almost have to be. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, ho, daughter. No, I can find a good dentist. <laughs> There's 
trouble right down in the middle of the block, old timer. I'm on my way to one myself. Much blind. Johnstown's here got a bad wisdom tooth. Oh, you mean that mule? You're taking him to the dentist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says you can't take a mule to a dentist's office. The proper place for mules is behind the plow. <laughs> and under the bed. That's too good, Johnny. And that's just about the way I heard it. <laughs> Take a mule to a dentist? Why not? Says I, taking a burr out of his tail. He wouldn't have neglected his teeth if he hadn't have been a jackass. <laughs> well, that's an awfully funny looking mule, Mr. Oldtimer. <laughs> his left shoulder's a little high. Yep, he, he's a California mule. Very unusual wither. I didn't mean you. I'm Hey, do you mean me? <laughs> Come on, McGee. Here's Dr. Gildersleeve's office. I hope he gets this over with quick. So do I. What's that magazine there, McGee? This one? Yeah. Leslie's Weekly, April 10th, 1911. Oh. <laughs> Give me that one over there. Hello there, folks. Hey, have I got great news for you. What is it, Mr. Wilcox? Has peace broken out in Europe? No, no, but listen. I was telling the dentist next door all about Carnew. You know that new Johnson auto polish that takes almost no effort to use? Oh, yes, we know, Harlow. We got the same sponsor, remember? <laughs> what about it, Mr. Wilcox? Well, I was telling this dentist how Carnew would give his dingy old automobile a gorgeous, glittering, sales room appearance. How all he has to do is apply it to the clean surface and let it dry and wipe it off, and presto, oh. his car looks so high hat, he's afraid to drive under a viaduct. Oh. Well, of course, being a dentist, he appreciated the value of a product like Carnew that would clean and polish in one operation. Ain't he wonderful, folks? He had to train to do that without gestures so he wouldn't knock himself out. <laughs> but, uh, Mr. Wilcox, what's so unusual in telling a dentist about Johnson's Carnew? Why don't you get it? The old story. Man bites dog. Patient gives dentist wax impression. Is that terrific or is that terrific? <laughs> Gives Dennis wax impression. What old Harlow needs is a pivot tooth. All his conversation revolves around Johnson's wax. <laughs> oh, that rather there it goes again. Well, I don't imagine you'll have to wait long. No, there's nobody ahead of it. I bet you there is, I bet you. Oh, hi there, little girl. Oh, are you waiting to see the dentist, little girl? Hmm? Are you waiting to see the dentist? No, I've seen one. Oh. He wears a hard apron like a butcher. Oh. Please, sis, that, that ain't a very pleasant picture you're drawing for me. I'm not drawing a picture of that, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> oh, you are, huh? You're kind of young for dental trouble, ain't you, Mom? Yeah. What seems to be your trouble, sis? I hope you ain't been eating too much candy. Yeah. Well, it ain't good for you. It's all that rich stuff, rich stuff that ruins your teeth when you're young. Remember that. Yeah, I that. Hmm? I think you better take good care of your teeth while you're little or you're liable to lose them premature. Um, Don't you believe me? Definitely no. Dental decay is not necessary and arbitrarily due to the consumption of food, high and carb values. 
Gildersleeve don't call us pretty soon. I'm going to... Oh, there, Molly. Oh. Hello, McGee. Hi. Nice to see you. Step right in. Well, thank you, Doctor. McGee has a tooth that's bothering you. Yeah. Yes, bad-looking face there. Oh. <laughs> Sit right in the chair here, McGee. Okay. Now, lift your chin while I put this bib on you. Oh, I don't believe I could eat anything right now, Doc. Oh. <laughs> Quiet, McGee. Now, the doctor knows what he's doing. Take a good look at that tooth, Doctor. I think maybe it's ulcerated. Certainly, Molly. Certainly. <laughs> Which one is it, McGee? No! That's it, all right. Oh. <laughs> Looks very bad, too. I- I'm afraid I'll have to give you gas. Oh, gas. Yeah. Man bites dog again. Somebody gives McGee gas. <laughs> Have I got to take gas, Doc? Ain't you got any other anesthetics? Oh, several, McGee. Cocaine, Novocaine, Monocaine, Coppercane, Libercane, and Ambercane. Well, take your choice, McGee. The cane you ring is the cane you get. <laughs> Listen, you two, lay off the vaudeville. Go ahead, Doc. Give me Novocaine. Give me sugarcane. Give me gas. But give me. Get that tooth out of there. And don't hurt any more than you have to. Just remember, Doc, remember our boyhood friendship and take it gentle. Ah, uh, yes. The good old days. Public school for tea. Yeah. I, uh... I had quite a crush on you in those days, Molly. Oh, now, Wilbur. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Gildersleeve. You didn't, really. Oh, yes, I did. Don't you remember that big valentine I sent you? No. It was two feet across, covered with lace and filled with bonbons. Yes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so bashful, I was even afraid to sign my name to it. Well, was that from you, Wilbur? McGee said he sent that. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, he would. <laughs> Well, I guess all's fair in love and war, Molly. Between you and me, it was love. Between Pepper and me, it was war. <laughs> I remember. And say, would you ever forget the time Listen, we went folks, on? Listen, I hate to take the dew off your beautiful forget-me-nots, but could you spare a thought for a poor suffering fugitive from a forceps? Excuse me, McGee. I'll get right at it. Okay. Now, just lean back and take it easy. I'll lean back. You take it easy. Now, put this mask over your face and breathe deeply. Oh, is that for the gas, Doctor? Yes, I'll give him nitrous oxide. Although for actors, I usually give mustard gas. It goes well with the ham. (laughs) 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 Quiet, McGee. Now, breathe deeply. I'll turn on the gas. Oh, will it hurt him, Doctor? Oh, he'll never know what's happening. You know, Molly, I often think of those old days in the red schoolhouse. Do you remember Miss Fiddich, our old school teacher? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh you mean the one that... Oh, listen, Doctor, listen. Yeah. Gotta hurry. Don't want to be late for school. Yeah, yeah. He's dreaming. Oh. You heard us mention the old school days. People under gas are very impressionable. Oh, I want to get there before old Fiddich. <laughs> Got a great trick I'm going to play on Wilberforce Gildersleeve. <laughs> Never know who done it either. <laughs> oh.
children. School is the children. Hey, Molly, can I carry your book? There's your pants sticking at me. But don't let the teacher see you. She'd paint if she saw you with the book in your hand. <laughs> oh, boy. You come right back here. Oh, me, Mr. Dutch? What for? You know very well what for, young man. You march right in here. Oh, boy. Uh, it looks like Wilbur's playing in hard luck now. Did you see the pictures Mr. Dixie was after drawn on the blackboard? Sure, Molly. But he's being a darn fool, Harley, for saying he's on end to it, Don't you stinky for it. Hey, listen, kid. <laughs> Listen, kids, I drew that picture myself and signed his name to it. Yeah! <laughs> Gee, I wish teacher hadn't kept him after school. He promised me I could polish all the desks. Oh, uh, and you're always wanting to be polishing something, Harlow. Well, I like to polish things. Gee. Hey, Stinky, what you got on? A badge. And what's the letter on it say now? You can read it. 23 to do it. <laughs> I love my wife with all you kids. <laughs> is a lot of nonsense. I'm having a bag of school kids, and you'll be saying I need a very good joke. Chicken inspector. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to wear my badge, Molly? Uh, you're stinky. And would you be coming over to my house tonight for a bit of run, cheap run? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Dad read it. <laughs> Got to chop some wood and bring in some coal and pour out the ashes and all stuff like that there. <laughs> Oh, you mean Mumbly Peg. That's what I'm saying. Mumbly's mother said. I'm kidding. Oh, 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 oh. Now, let that be a lesson to you, Master Gildersleeve. Oh, the idea of doing that terrible picture of me. You should be a king. I didn't do it. I tell you, I didn't. Somebody else did it and signed my name to it. Ah, tell it to swing. Do that picture, and I'll find out who did it. I'll get even one of these days. You'll see him okay. again. Oh, look, Doctor, he's coming out of it. You must have been dreaming about something amusing. Look at him smile. Wilbur is a cry, baby. Wilbur is a cry. <laughs> McGee, McGee, snap out of it, dearie. The doctor's all through now. All right, McGee. Sit up. Now, what the... What, oh. Oh, hi, Molly. Oh, what, where am I? Well, don't you remember, dearie? In Dr. Gildersleeve's office. Little Wilbur Gildersleeve that we went to school with. Oh. Oh, yeah. How do you feel now, dearie? All right, all right. <laughs> By the way, McGee, you remember that picture you drew on the blackboard? That uh, gag you pulled on me? Oh, yeah. Well, I just got even. Huh? I just pulled all your teeth. <laughs> Why, you never know such a thing. Why, he did. Oh, God.
We'll be back in just a moment. He ain't much of a dentist, Molly. Well, I don't know, McGee. He did some beautiful work for Aunt Sarah. Oh, he did, huh? What was her trouble? <laughs> her sweet tooth. Oh, her sweet tooth? Yes, she saw some French pastry one night, and her mouth watered so fast it washed out two bridges. <laughs> Folks, speaking of playing tricks with the ivories, we're delighted to announce that next week we'll have as our guest that brilliant musical humorist, the star of our summer show, Mr. Alec Templeton. And don't miss him. Good night. Good night, all. This is Marlowe Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Arch and Glow Code, Wisconsin, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night at the same time.